Welcome to another episode of Heroes and, a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and Jada Pinkett Smith returning to Gotham. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And today we are talking about Heroes and Suicide Squad. DC's third installment in their movie universe is out and ours to see. So today we are talking about it. We're going to share our thoughts on the movie. Cody, let's just jump right into it. CP, you saw it. What is your first reaction, your impression of this glorious As you know, Andy, (laughs) one of my favorite subjects to talk about on this has become these DC movies because they're all oh so not great. Yes. Man of Steel wasn't bad. Okay. But, you know, Batman v Superman, I wasn't the biggest fan of. Uh Uh-huh. This one, it didn't suck. Okay. All like, right, that's a positive review. That is, and it sounds you like might a that might sound like was a, a, a very you know good leader in my life. Yes, he often tells me just don't suck today. Yes, which I think to the uninitiated might sound negative. Yes, but it, but really saying that not to suck today it frees you up that you don't have to be great. Just don't suck. Yes. And this movie didn't suck, I think. So, okay. <laughs> Andy, what are your initial thoughts on this? I really enjoyed it, man. I really did. It wasn't the perfect movie, uh, but it was... Well, Back to the Future is a perfect movie. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, that's, that's <laughs> so. true. We learned that already. Uh, we're past that subject in class and school. Um, but I really did like it. I really, really did. Uh, I feel like more than... Maybe maybe any superhero movie. I feel like this one deserves to be defended um, against the critics and against mm-hmm. the bad reviews and the bad, you know, um, just everything. The just the negative feedback that it's getting. I don't yeah. think. I do not think. I really, really do not think it deserves all of that. Right. Um, so that's my initial review. Like I just thought this was a this was a pretty solid movie. It's pretty pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed myself. It was entertaining, and I mean, it's surprising that the reviews were as bad as they as as they are. Right. And that was something we talked about last week. Was you know ahead of ahead of the movie was yeah. that. The Rotten Tomatoes score already out was out, and it was like twenty seven. Like it, it was in the twenties or or thirties. Yeah, it was really low, and so we, going into it, we were concerned, you know, of that maybe it wasn't going to be good. You know, maybe our worst fears were going to be realized. <laughs> yeah, um, and and I didn't want to be right about it, and yeah. I wasn't right. No, so that was good. But I I'm I'm with you. I think that the uh, the critics are taking it to the to the slaughterhouse. And it doesn't deserve that. No, so I, I definitely don't think I don't think it deserves the bad review um, that it's that it, they that it got on Rotten Tomatoes and just all over the place. Right, and so I think naturally though the, something we started a little while ago was the one emoji review. Yes, and I feel like we still need to discuss the one emoji review. Yes, and so because I feel like that's a really great rating system. I really enjoy it. There's a, <laughs> there's a sense of mystery there because you don't really know. What that is person this meant, good or yeah, bad, you yeah. Know? There's, there's some room for interpretation there, so which is that that's a lot of fun. Uh, for me, I you know I saw it on Friday, um, and I saw it with, like with our good friends uh, Mel and John from mm-hmm. the podcast, and we saw it, and I gave it a a rock, um, 
hand emoji. Okay. You know, like the rock on one. You rock know? on. And Stone part, on top of. I thought uh, why I gave it that review was, A, the soundtrack was pretty. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. Um, at times, they felt like maybe there was maybe, uh, too much weight on a song or a track to cover, you know, to get through a scene. Maybe mm-hmm. that. Um, of the soundtrack more yeah. than the score? You, like, more than the soundtrack, yeah, the actual songs, not the score, right, but the right, songs, yeah. Right. So at times I felt like maybe they were relying too much on an actual song to bring humor rather than just making a funny scene or whatever, but mm-hmm. that's all right. It just happened a couple of times in my opinion, but yeah. overall the soundtrack was really good, um, and it really just felt like, yeah, this is just a good time, like rock on, like mm-hmm. let's do this. Yeah, like, I feel it, like that sums up the like the concept of, of all these villains doing bad stuff. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So the, it... it I gave it that emoji review for the sake of the soundtrack, but also like a bunch of bad guys trying their best to stay alive and do this mission. All right, let's make this happen. Let's go with it. So that was my review. CP, Cody best pick. What was your one emoji review? Now, remember, I, again, this is me not, you know, coming at this from not really being confident in this movie's That's right. ability That's to succeed. Yes. Um, so my one emoji review was is the the smirk kinda like corner of the mouth smirk emoji, you okay. know? Um <laughs> and I, I think that I choose that one because I really I like I said, I didn't think I was gonna like it going into it. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I I really did enjoy it, I think. And um and so it's kind of like a I feel like it's gonna be a, a guilty pleasure, you know? Yeah. Where I was like I don't I really like me, I probably shouldn't like this as much. Or I didn't think that I should like this as much as I do. But, you know, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. So, yeah. um, that is mine. We did get some uh, one emoji reviews on social media as yeah. well. Um, so, we have one for coming from at um, Christy6187 on, uh, on Twitter. And she gave us the praise hands. They, yes. I, didn't Matt Sanders pull that one? I think he might have. At one point. But it's cool. Like, I, I feel like there's only. That can only mean good things, right? right? The praise hands, like there's no, there's not there's a way a, yeah, the, to interpret that as a misconstrue that. No, Christy six one eight seven. If we are misconstruing that, and <laughs> and you really meant something bad, <laughs> tell us, tell us that I really we if if that is the case, we might need to reevaluate how you understand praise hands. <laughs> we also got some uh, some responses on Facebook as well. So we have one from Brian Ferguson. Uh, he just used the uh, emoji of the yellow face, you know, round yellow face, but just a straight, straight line mouth. Yeah, don't really know. That, I think that's I, pretty. I, like, I don't think that's a good one. No, because the, I feel like straight line mouth or or you know upside down, you know, frown. Yes, I feel like once you get straight line, it's not. It's bad news. I think it's more like a not entertained almost like. Yeah, that's all you got. Yeah, like me, like, you know. That's solid. like that's the fun. That's your joke. Like that's the punchline. <laughs> that's not funny. Like yeah, I, that's yeah. like that's probably yeah, what yeah. he was going for. Like I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> exactly. But exactly. You're not. You're not landing the plane. So exactly. Uh, we also have one from at uh, x mclovin eighty nine x. He gives us the the okay with the yeah, hands with the hands. Now, Cody, <laughs> you're you when you use this emoji right now on on the air, you just said he gave us the hand and then like an okay an okay. See, I see the hand, and I can interpret that as like, it was good, man. It was, you yeah. know, I, I, it was good. But I, I see the emoji, and I hear the, you know, the, the clicking of like. Was that one more time? Hopefully, uh, that's coming in the mic. Okay, but okay. I just feel like you know what? That was solid. That was really good. So I don't know. I don't. Again, 
I that, really don't that one, I think more than uh, I think that one because it can be the either like yeah that was good you know yeah, yeah, yeah. um the yeah. like you said <laughs> you like go. you said uh, <laughs> or I think it could be like uh, or it could lit- mean what it okay literally means. <laughs> Which is that it was just okay, you know? It wasn't good. Moving on. So moving on. But we also have one from um from Oscar Cortez, that's uh, you know, friend of ours. Yes. Um Studio on Twitter. He gives the uh the what is that? Like starting the half the half frown. Frown like it's like it's I think it's a disappointed face. I think that's that's pretty good. It's not I, I don't know if it's sad, but it's yeah. a disappointed face. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then he also said, I wasn't bored, but it didn't feel very dark and villainy, and it certainly wasn't swashbuckling Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. That's uh that one's filming right now though. It is filming so, right Oscar, now. So Oscar, don't give up. You'll get your volume two. <laughs> You'll get your Guardians, Guardians. <laughs> volume two when Guardians volume two comes. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so it, it is sounded... interesting to me that Oscar loved Batman v Superman. I was on the opposite side; didn't like Batman v Superman. You know, and our and we've kind of flipped. You know, yeah, for this like one. he wasn't a big fan of this one. You were kind of you were a fan of this one to some mm-hmm. degree. Uh, we also got some uh, on Twitter from at Caleb Combs. He said this going in with low expectations helped. It was much better than the reviews are saying. Are saying, excuse me. I agree. I agree with you, Caleb. I, I agree think with that. that the reviews are uh, unfortunately uh, brutally neg- negative, and I don't think that that's accurate at all. Uh, and then we also have coming from uh, Kayla Ward on Facebook. She says, "I will say it's definitely beneficial to know the characters' backstories ahead of time." There was only so much time to do it in the movie. Some of my friends were a little confused at some parts, but as someone pretty familiar with particularly Harley Quinn, I was tracking with it the whole time, and I enjoyed the movie more than they did. I also really like the soundtrack, so there's also that. Yeah. That, I mean, that's pretty... I feel I like think, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think going into it, knowing more about the characters, I think there's definitely, since we've been doing those spotlight episodes on the podcast, that's been something that I've seen help me as well mm-hmm. uh, just going into these movies so um and like she said that soundtrack was awesome it so. was it was really good let's just uh, so those were the you know the emoji reviews that we got from social media let's go a little bit deeper a little bit further in detail of some of the stuff that we like and some of the stuff we didn't like about it uh so cody let's let's start with some of the positive stuff first you know in my opinion there are more positive stuff than negative stuff you know if you're keeping mm-hmm. count you know mm-hmm. Uh, so, Cody, what were some of your highlights of the film? Um, I really, I th- I enjoyed just the the team dynamics. I feel like it was it was interesting because they I, they get, didn't have a straight I think a straight up conversation, or at least not till the very end of the movie, mm-hmm. or you know towards you know in that final act in the in the bar scene. Yeah. Um, but I think it was cool just to see them kind of like rally behind um rick flag yeah. you know mm-hmm. uh, even even though it was just you know at first it was like he dies we die so yeah. we have to keep him alive you know that's the moment where they all kind of the suicide squad circles up around him and he's like let me fight and they're like no like you just you just don't die yeah you know? um i thought it was pretty cool i liked the inclusion of batman as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and just i think those little details of just using that to kind of weave that Oh, this is still happening, you know. Yeah. Um, and then even um, also like including Batman, but also just mentioning like Superman died, you know. Yeah. Like people flew across the sky and now they don't anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and just using that those little things to, 
um, you know, bring their bring their connect their movies and bring them together. I think is really cool, and I think um, it's something that very much harkens back to uh, what Marvel was doing. You know, early on with the um, with the, more of the Phase One movies, I guess where. We were seeing things like Cap Shield and Iron Man Two, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and then like Thor's hammer in the desert yeah. at points, you know, stuff like that. To where it's showing that this is all happening in the same world. Um, so I think it was cool of them to establish that. But yeah, for sure there was, and I would agree with you that there was some. Uh, I feel like this was DC's most Marvel movie. I guess it's like to some degree it it was the most thought out. One, mm-hmm. in my opinion, not again, not that it was um, perfect and not like that it was this grand, you know, epic time where they to bring everyone together like the Avengers necessarily. But sure. it was it, I, I feel like there was some they were they were finally I feel like they're finally heading in the right direction. Right. In my opinion. I th- again, so it, it seemed like with this one more so than I think Batman v Superman. I don't know that I necessarily have this issue with Man of Steel, but it seemed like this one they knew what they were doing. Yeah, you know, and they kind of maybe maybe it wasn't the, it it wasn't I think the best movie ever, like you said. Mm-hmm. But I think they like the the steps were made, mm-hmm. and they're like you said they're going in the right direction. So, yeah. Andy, what about you? What did you like about uh, this one? So for me, there were some really some solid performances in this movie that. I hope people don't miss, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller was incredible. She it. Yeah, she was absolutely incredible. Uh, I feel like every scene that she's in, she owned it. Like, and all the focus was on her, and she um, somehow you were able to see like she demanded respect and she had authority, and she wasn't someone that you don't mess with. And it was just like, okay, like this person means business mm-hmm. and kind of, I, I just feel like that was really good and it was good to see that. And that's, that's Amanda Waller to the core, you know, in the yeah. comics, that's how she's written. That's how she's drawn. That's how she's portrayed. And so for them to get that, I feel like that was huge. That was a really, really good, accurate portrayal of this character. And I don't, I don't see anyone. I hope I don't see anyone say anything negative about her or about her performance or anything like that so mm-hmm. that really stood out to me every time she was in on you know on a, on you know on screen in a, in a scene she just had my attention she i was just dialed in on what she was saying mm-hmm. um i also i really enjoyed will smith's performance you know we kind of talked a little bit about this last week with the harley quinn spotlight episode but I was not concerned, but I was just kind of like curious, like, what is he going to bring to this movie? What is he going to do? And he was just, I I don't know. I really enjoyed it. He brought a lot of humor to the movie, which I was not anticipating. Which I feel like a lot of it wasn't necessarily straight up jokes. No. It was just like more like subtle or just even like just irony. Irony and maybe more. I think there was some confidence in that character. Like if someone is confident in what they're saying or how they act or talk to people whether or not they understand it or whatever like this is who i am this is how i'm going to talk to you this is how i communicate like that in itself can be funny or entertaining from mm-hmm. a from a third person point of view sure. and that's what we saw in the movie like whenever him and flag you know got into mm-hmm. some beef or were talking trash to one another like that's how i cut and run yeah <laughs> yeah exactly like there was just some stuff that maybe wasn't not intended to be a, a joke maybe or whatever but 
for the third person for us watching the movie like dang that's awesome like mm-hmm. we can we can mm-hmm. laugh and joke about that so i really i really did i really enjoyed those two performances uh i thought that they brought so much to the movie and overall there were some i feel like everyone for the most part for excuse me for the most part uh brought in something to the role like mm-hmm. to the film you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying there were some characters and some actors that maybe were more in the background and didn't get enough screen time as same as some of the other characters. Right, right. But the screen time that they did get, I feel like was was good and it was entertaining and mm-hmm. I was curious to know more about them or whatever. So like Cody, you were talking uh as we were setting up to record the episode, you were talking about uh Captain Boomerang. Right? Yeah. Like you were you were talking about that guy. It surprisingly I I like I knew he was in this movie. I was surprised that he I think was he was one that I was I was watching and I was enjoying more than I thought I was going to. I thought for sure that um I, I was pretty confident in like in Harley Quinn from everything we'd seen for of her and I was pretty confident um in Deadshot as well. I was more concerned with um with some of the like I guess B listers, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as the popularity of these characters go. Um, like Captain Boomerang and um and Enchantress mm-hmm. and um Kitana, Killer K- Katana, yeah, and Killer Croc. Killer Croc. Um, I was I was more concerned uh, with those ones than any. But Captain Boomerang, I think it, it was very like just the way he was like his maybe like I think just him being Australian that added <laughs> yeah. some to, some layer of of amusement at least yeah. to it <laughs> yeah um and just him like acting like like really like what is going on here you know like yeah, it yeah, seemed yeah. like he was always a little bit like out of it you know a little lost a little yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but and he was very much out for himself which mm-hmm. i think him being a thief you know like and there's no honor among thieves you know yeah uh, as they say and so i think it was cool for him like <laughs> in the moment in the bar scene when they're all like, all right, let's go. Like, they're all agreeing to go follow Rick Flag to, you know, try to stop Enchantress. Yeah. Um, he's the one that he gets up and walks out. You know, he's like, wait a minute. He I'm, ultimately, I'm he ultimately yeah. comes back after he finishes beer. His beer. Yeah. But, um, just you know, those kind of moments with him, I thought were pretty cool. Um, I I liked Killer Croc. I thought he was cool to see. I felt like he was maybe a little underutilized. Uh yeah, I would I would agree with you to some degree. Also, it was kind of I don't know. It was kind of bizarre, in my opinion. This is nece- this isn't necessarily one of my highlights of the film, but I guess some of his 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 lines, his humor. I guess I don't know. There's some stuff I wasn't expecting. I guess I just wasn't expecting that, or I mm-hmm. guess for them to go down that road, mm-hmm. and so that was kind of like oh. Okay, I guess this is where we're going with Killer Croc. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was, it, it was. I mean, they owned it. They were like, "This is where we're going," and that's that's okay. I can appreciate that, but mm-hmm. it just kind of caught me off guard a, a little bit. But the way his look was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Did you have a? Did you have any of them that maybe stood out to you more than? You uh thought? that's pretty much. It. I thought um, Captain Boomerang was good. I didn't know until later, but that's the same actor that's in the last Die Hard movie and yeah like Jack Reacher and Terminator he was also in Terminator he was um he's uh he might have been in Reese right yeah he might have been like in the last one Genesis yeah yeah he was that yeah he was so like it just kind of threw me off or not threw me off like in a bad way but I just I I didn't catch that at first and so I just thought 
oh, okay, like it's another action movie for him, which I thought that makes sense. I thought, okay, I can connect the dots there. Um, but like I said already, the soundtrack was really good. That was a lot of fun. Again, overall, man, there was there was just there was some good stuff. Like this was a, I felt like an entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. The cameos were great. I I mean I thought it's kind of like what you're saying. I'm just repeating what you said already, but you can see them thread this needle a little bit better than mm-hmm. in the other movies. Yeah, the Flash that was I was surprised by that. This like I, that one I I'm I'm so glad that how well that was covered up. Yeah, because like we knew Batman was going to be in yes. this. That yeah. you know got leaked in set photos and yeah and such like that when of, they were filming and all the, that. Yeah, yeah, when they while they were filming, but. That one I I really enjoyed, and I thought I, I thought it was good that we got a a glimpse at how he was going to look in action, you know. Yeah. More so than than we even did in the trailer, because in the in the Justice League trailer that was released, mm-hmm. it was a lot more of like we saw him in the suit, but it was more stills kind yeah. of, or or not as he was not speeding. Spe- you know, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, Andy, how'd you feel about the suit now that we've seen it? I don't. I I really like it. It's. I really don't have anything negative to say about it. But I don't. What's crazy is I. I may like it as much as the TV show, like suit. Yeah. Like from the Flash, and that that's really surprising to me because I. I think the Flash might be my favorite TV show right now, mm-hmm. and so I. I just. I just really just love it, and so to think that this new suit and this new actor is like catching up to barry allen from the tv <laughs> show in my rating system is mm-hmm. kind of like it's super surprising again we haven't seen anything really right but just we haven't sh- seen a whole lot of dialogue no, from no him. not at all so i i'm not saying he's better than the tv flash or anything but i'm liking him more than i thought i was yeah so i'll you know i'll say it well, like that. you're telling grant gustin run barry yeah run. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's exactly what i'm telling him um so that was you know just some of our uh highlights and favorite parts of the movie of course there are some small things in my opinion some some things that we didn't like of uh you know we didn't like about the movie uh cody what didn't you like about this film i felt like enchantress which i was kind of surprised that she ended up being the being the big villain yeah i would um, agree. I, I i would have been more more content with a, a better understanding of her and her powers, you know, mm-hmm. we, I feel, I felt like the description that we got was that she was a witch and that was, that was about as much, I feel like, as we knew, you know, yeah. um, and that we ever really got, we never really learned what that meant specifically, what kind of powers, like we saw her go to Tehran, steal the, uh, nuke, nuke plans, you uh-huh. know, to demonstrate what she could do. Exactly. But never, I felt like, did we get a good explanation of that? And then I thought like, and I, I also, I guess her brother, you know, like that was, I thought it was, I thought it was strange because mm-hmm. in my mind, if she could have, um, it was like, if she could have called on him, like, why is she t- wait? Why did she wait this long to call on him? That you makes know? sense. Um, if the whole thing is if like, cause once he, once she gets him, the, um, you know, Amanda Waller having her heart, seems to be null and void you know because he's able to heal her from that so Mm. because there's no longer use of the heart until she takes it back Mm -hmm. um so i felt like that was a little like like why unpack the heart stuff if it was ultimately going to be you know kind of just thrown out the window and not have really any significance yeah you know and as soon as her brother got 
the army and started building the army like immediately that again to your point took away this effect that the heart got you know what i'm saying like it was like okay what's almost like what's the big deal about uh you know amanda waller having it was it at one point that she she was able was that towards the end right that she was able to get her get her heart back well no it wasn't she takes it um she take when waller gets captured Oh, that's after right. After they that's shoot, right. after they take down Waller's helicopter. Yeah, that's right. Um, Which I feel like was already like halfway through the movie, right? Like yeah, I feel it, like, yeah. Well, yeah, it was definitely it was going into the the third act yeah. for sure. Going into the last like forty five minutes, I think for sure. But yeah, I I I liked the way she looked and you know mm-hmm. and those things, but I just felt like the way and I feel like that's just a normal villain trope. It seems like. Yeah, uh, for which this is a cast of villains, so it's interesting <laughs> to say that. But, but um, I felt like that's just a normal kind of um, dynamic with with movie villains, which is unfortunate. But yeah, um, Andy, what about you? Uh, so mine's a little. Uh, just to add to what you said about the villain and the bad guy, the uh, that CGI battle between Diablo and uh, her brother, mm-hmm. you know, was a little. That was a little strange. I, I I don't know. I don't know too much about Diablo and, and as a character, so I don't know if he can regularly transform the way he did. Like I wasn't anticipating that. I, I, I see. It seemed like they crossed into Marvel territory and they just went Ghost Rider for I, me. I, okay, I can <laughs> like, like like yeah. That that's a like, little bizarre. Like flaming skeleton. Yeah, Marvel's already got that. And then yeah. Like. So I don't know. So that was I wasn't anticipating that, and then. Immediately when I saw these two like CGI uh, beings, you know, fighting against each other, uh, this isn't a good thing. But I thought about the Mummy Returns, and I thought about mm-hmm. that last scene when the <laughs> when the Rock is CGI as the Scorpion King, yeah, you yeah. know. So that was. Uh, I'm glad that scene Sweet. was quick. Yeah, I, I will say that I'm glad that the fight scene was quick and it didn't they didn't make that the focus of it, you know. So I'm, mm-hmm. I, so that was just a little weird to me. Uh, this is a double-edged sword because I, to some degree, I liked what I'm going to say, but it was also weird and I didn't like what I'm going to say. And that was the Joker was, I think Jared Leto did a good job, in my opinion, in portraying this Joker in in a new way, Mm -hmm. in a way that we haven't seen. And I, I commend him for that. Uh, we definitely would not have liked it if it was a Heath Ledger copycat Joker. Like that would have mm-hmm, been mm-hmm. that would have been trash. That would have been stepped on. Yeah, like, if it everyone, tried to go anywhere yeah, close to Heath Ledger, yeah, that would have been terrible. That would have been a bad idea. So I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, so I'm I really did enjoy his performance of the Joker. I thought that the whole the more uh, mobster maybe gangster approach. I thought that worked, in my opinion. I I was okay with that. I thought, okay, mm-hmm. uh, I can I can follow that. That's not that big of a deal for me. Um, and then here's the thing, though. So I liked his portrayal, and I liked the screen time that we did get of the Joker. But I I there was a there was a part of me that I wanted more. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I wanted yeah. a little bit more Joker. Um, but then. But and also it was weird the Joker's relationship with Harley Quinn. Like, I don't want to say it was a waste of a character, because I like what I what we saw of the two characters together. But we just didn't get enough of that. So mm-hmm. now it's just like, 
I'm I'm looking forward to any future Joker and Harley Quinn stuff. So yeah. I guess it's a good thing. But at the time being, I'm like, give me more of that right now. Mm-hmm. But that's not what this movie is about. This movie is about the Suicide Squad. So they were smart in keeping that at a distance and not making it a Joker movie. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm just a I'm just a picky fanboy and i want more <laughs> joker but at the same time i'm i respect that they didn't give me more joker yeah, Does, yeah. you know what i'm saying does that yeah. make sense like it, it, I, i'm tracking with you i i i liked this joker also and i that was another re- thing i was i was kind of surprised about was i actually enjoyed it pretty well i i want to i want to say that it was i don't know that i liked him more than he's ledger's joker no, yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. but i really did enjoy it and I going into this, my concern was that he was going to kind of steal the show a little bit, you know. Yeah, and that it was or or have to or yeah, or even like that there is going to be so much on him to carry. Yeah, this movie, yeah, maybe. too like too much pressure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I'm with you. I think that um, the dynamic with him and Harley Quinn, I think, was cool, and I think, I I think the success in him being in it as little as he was is that it seemed like most of everything that he was doing was all to orchestrate and to illustrate, well, rather to illustrate um, Harley Quinn's character. Mm-hmm. And so I feel, because I feel like everything, everything that he was doing was pointing back to Harley Quinn or their relationship. Yeah. And yeah. I liked that we got a good dynamic of seeing that this is a time where they both love each other. Yeah. And it's not just, it's not just she's mad for him and, you know, and he's just, you know, manipulating her. Yeah. But he was, he was pursuing her, you know, he yeah. was going, he was going back for her. Um, that JJ Abrams life. <laughs> he went back for he watched he watched Super Eight, so he gets That's what happened. He got a life lesson <laughs> from JJ Abrams, and he went back for the girl. <laughs> way to go, way to go, Joker. <laughs> Anyways, but like you were saying before, I interrupted you. I'm sorry, Cody. Yeah, I I think uh, I'm I'm with you that he, I, or rather, I get that I get what you're saying. You, I would want more Joker too. I'm excited to see. I, I was, I would assume that would be the next Batman movie yeah. that he's gonna sh- prop. They're probably gonna show up in. Mm-hmm. But we know that they got. They're, they're gonna be coming back. That's for sure. But and and there's some reports coming out that they filmed a lot more Joker footage and they filmed a lot more scenes with him and scenes with just him and maybe him and and Harley and like I don't. I'm again. I'm okay that he wasn't in it as much as he was, but mm-hmm. I was interested enough in the character that I wanted more. Yeah. But this again, it, it's. It, I sound so fickle. So please, listeners, don't you know? Bear with me and bear with us. But at the same time, I understood and I was okay with. Hey, this isn't about the Joker. They're they're respecting they're respecting the Suicide Squad as much as they can, and they're making really a movie. This a movie about them, mm-hmm. and so that I really didn't. I thought that was smart. Um, anything else, Cody, that you maybe didn't like about the movie or that you thought, why did they do that or, you know, anything like that? I felt like in not, not necessarily too much. Like, I think some of the, some of the reviews that I've, I've seen and I've read, um, make it, make it out that this happens more than it does. But I think to a degree, there was, there was more focus on Deadshot and Harley Quinn, Mm -hmm. um, as far as the member compared to the other members of the Suicide Squad. And like I did see someone's like I can't remember if it was a review or just someone commenting on the movie, but they were like, "Oh, that guy doesn't get a backstory; he's dead." Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. like it was exactly. just guaranteed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, which it was entirely accurate, you yeah. know. Um, I I thought that 
Slipknot. There you go. I was, trying to, yeah, I was yeah. trying to remember his name. Yes. Um. Yeah. He first. <laughs> I probably got like what five and a half minutes where he was even in the movie. Yeah. Um. But I felt like Katana maybe was underused. Yeah, I would agree. Like I, there was I, and again, I I enjoyed the way they handled their backstories. Like the flashbacks, I thought were were compelling. I thought that was a pretty good way of telling these mm-hmm. characters. Diablos. Back- I again like there was a again I don't know why the reviews are as bad as they are but yeah Katana I would agree back to your point I agree that there um I wanted maybe a little bit more of her and I, I but I even the screen time that that she did get I was like okay she's you know you don't mess with her you know she's serious mm-hmm. you know so I mm-hmm. I thought they communicated enough of the character for us to support her or for us to believe in her and to get behind her. And she wasn't even necessarily a bad guy. Like, no, at least yeah, in the movie. Like, yeah, she I, was know, brought in as a as a hero. Yeah, almost like an ally to Flack. To, right, yeah, right. And, and Amanda Waller, like, you know, so, again, like, I I was 100% behind her. Like, I just thought, mm-hmm. this is this is good. Like, I really, I'm enjoying this character. This this happened for, with, Kat, with Katana, or, yeah, with Katana. Uh-huh. Um, this happened for me. I, there was, so... When they're talking about her dead husband and that sword being the sword that killed her husband, I was like, Maceo. Like, oh I, just went, I just went, I just I went not, arrow. I did not. That's funny, though. I did not do that. I went uh, because oh, I went. That's good. I, spoiler alert for Arrow if yeah. you're watching, if you're not caught up. But because of like Katana is, yeah. is in Arrow and then she was also in this. But as they're talking about and unpacking the dead husband, I was like, no, Maceo. I yeah. remember that. I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> she no, killed I, him. I thought that was. I thought that was really. I thought that was. Yeah, that's that's really. Funny it was. A, that. It was just a cool kind of dynamic. But Cody, let me let me ask you this, and then we'll we'll begin to wrap up the conversation. I again, I feel like I need to defend this movie more than maybe any other superhero movie right now. Right now, at least. Um, so so far, what I feel like most fanboys or the general audience, some of the stuff, the feedback that we're getting is potentially like some of the flaws of the movie is maybe the villain, mm-hmm. right? Maybe the villain, um, maybe some uh, lack of screen time for some characters. Sure. Um. I'm trying to think what else maybe maybe it was again so on the flip side maybe some characters got more screen time than others you know so um I'm trying to think what else were, are some negative things that people are saying about this movie can you think of anything else maybe like just some general negative heat that this movie is getting some like quick little pointers or you know I I think those those particular ones I think sum it up pretty well yeah maybe the the one other one I think maybe is and kind of, kind of like Oscar said that it. What I think a lot of what the problem is for this movie is that it's, it's either being compared to Guardians, yeah, or it's being compared like the bottom of the scale for it is Batman v Superman, and, yeah, and people are saying, oh, it was better than their last, the last DC movie, yeah. You know? So okay, so why I bring that up, Cody, is because I feel like if we again, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate. I want to defend this movie, so I'm just gonna say this. At times, that's what. That's what people say about uh, Marvel movies, is that Marvel movies don't necessarily have the best villains in their movies because they they don't have the rights to these incredible villains like a Magneto, but that kills you know Fox has that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. 
some of the villains in their movies are kind of like, and they're not the best. Like, I think of Guardians and like Ronan, the accuser, like, I don't, you know, I don't, that's not a highlight in my opinion of that movie, Mm -hmm. but I still enjoy, I still enjoyed a lot Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, In some of the Avengers movies, you can say that some act, some characters got less screen time and more and others got more. And that, <laughs> yeah, you know, that first Avengers. And that's what we see here with Suicide Squad. So it's just like, what, like, what is it? Like, I don't know. It's an interesting, like, what is, what's Marvel doing that DC isn't doing that's, that's making every Marvel movie get good reviews and bring in money, which this one is bringing in. This one is doing well financially. Yeah, which first first weekend, so we're. I mean, you would anticipate it, it beat to be, Finding Dory. It did. It did beat Finding. And That's it's, a, that is a win right there. It's the <laughs> biggest August um, blockbuster opening weekend. It beat Guardians of the of the Galaxy. Um, it beat. If I'm, this was the first Will Smith movie to gross over a hundred million dollars. The closest second place was I Am Legend, and that made uh like 70 f- over 75 million i think i want to say it was like 77 million dollars opening weekend so mm-hmm. there's some financial success to this movie so again it's just like what does it take i don't know I, to answer your question like what is marvel doing that dc's not i i don't know dude. is it do you do you think maybe it's just the thing of is it is it a dynamic where people are just giving it to dc movies like it, we it, like it kind of seems like everybody's just out to get them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know? I, I would it, maybe to compare it to another geekdom uh, movie franchise and whatnot is maybe the the hate that the prequels get with yeah. with Star Wars. You know, and I I'm not defending the prequel. I'm not saying those are magnificent. I'm not. We saying would have that. Matt Sanders on for that. <laughs> yes, um, but again, people just love to hate on the prequels, and again there's there's a arguably more bad stuff with the prequels and good stuff but there's some good stuff still in the prequels that you can enjoy and mm-hmm. that again matt sanders would tell you why those three movies are important to the the right. general story uh storyline of star wars so i don't know i feel bad but i think you're right it's just a maybe it's a dc movie and it's not marvel so let's just kind of dump on it mm-hmm. and that's just kind of sad yeah, in my opinion it it seems i, I wonder I, I think the problem is Marvel's been doing this for so long. We have confidence and we, we've put our hope in Marvel and yeah. in Kevin Feige yeah. and in Tony Stark. You know. <laughs> I believe in Steve Rogers. I, yeah, I, I believe. We don't believe in Harvey Dent. <laughs> no. <laughs> we believed in him. And what did he do? He tried to kill Barbara Gordon. That's right. <laughs> he tried to kill Batgirl. <laughs> tried, so... so we don't believe in them anymore, yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, I think maybe some of the issue also is that it's it's on a scale of one to Dark Knight, you know. Like, yeah, like all of these movies are like everybody loves. We, I mean, we were talking to someone today where they were like, "Is Ben Affleck's Batman Christian Bale's Batman?" Yeah. You know, like yeah. is is he better? You know, wouldn't wouldn't Batman v Superman have been better with Christian Bale? Yeah, and it's just being it's being preyed on because everyone's comparing it to things that already existed. Yeah. Um. It's so it's so tough. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I was thinking about that of the when people say, and again, I so listeners, I guess you you're getting, you're you're getting the sense, fine, you know, that hey, we we really we we liked it. Maybe we won't say we really liked it, but we liked sure. it. It was it was good. You know, it's it's not as bad as the reviews are saying and all that stuff. 
what's what's funny is when people say, well, because I think I said it. I said it to you because I saw it before you did. I told you it was better than Batman v Superman. Yeah. And that was, I, I knew how much weight that had for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it really I, did. I know. And so I was like, okay, this, I'm going to say this one line and I'm just going to leave it at that. And I know this is going to give him maybe some peace or some comfort <laughs> regarding <laughs> this movie. Um, but here's what I will say. I'm sure people said the same thing about Batman Begins after Batman and Robin. It so was better, when, it was better than that. Yeah. It was so I'm sure people who saw Batman Begins back in 2005, 2006, whenever it came out, I'm sure they walked out of the movie theater saying, "Yeah, dude, that was better than Batman and Robin. That was better than Mr. Freeze, Arnold Schwarzenegger." You know, so yeah, like so. There's Ice nothing, to meet you. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing necessarily <laughs> wrong to saying that it was better than the last movie. Like that should right, be the goal. Right, right. So I don't know. It just makes me sad again. I really enjoyed it. There's, it definitely leaves me, I would say, I can't speak for you, Cody. It, it leaves me wanting more. And I'm, I, now I'm like, okay, let's start this journey with the rest of the movies. Would you say that, Cody? Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think that's safe to say. I'm, I'm excited to see, I think particularly more Flash. Yes. Um, just from that little teaser that we got of him. I really kind of wish that his movie was coming before Justice League. But... This movie, this like Suicide Squad, did give me some confidence in DC's ability to handle a bunch of characters and unpacking them, mm-hmm. and you know, and getting us caught up to speed on them pretty quickly. Yeah. This one didn't feel long, and it didn't feel like drawn out like Batman v Superman did. I think, yeah, um, to me at least, you know. Um, but I think, in particular, Flash. I I really hope that we're not done with these. Uh, with the, with suicide. the suicide squad yeah. i don't think that there's another one is there another one on the slate i don't think it's announced necessarily it's probably wise that they didn't you know they haven't confirmed it yeah or like pull the trigger yet on that because i feel like it was a big risk to just do this this first one out of nowhere kind right of. So, right um so i don't think anything has been announced yet but, but we'll see I, but again i agree i would i would I would want to go see an, another Suicide, you know, Suicide Squad movie for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. I I was I was concerned. So like, my original plan was to see this movie because of my lack of faith in the in DC. Yes, I was like, def, this is definitely a matinee. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yes. The girlfriend didn't want to see it, so I was like, doesn't have to be date night. No, so you don't you don't have to pay for her. I don't ticket. have to pay for her ticket. Yes. So for my ticket, I'm gonna I'm gonna save costs even more by cutting in half the price of my ticket, also and going to a matinee. But <laughs> <laughs> that's not to say that I don't want to pay for Morgan's movie ticket. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but. Um, so I was like, I'm going to get the matinee. And then I was going to see it with a friend of mine mm-hmm. um, on a Sunday night. And the original plan was to see it over a 515 showing. That 515 showing ended up being $16. And then I was Dear like, Lord. and then so it was seeing it 515 for $16 or waiting till 645 to see it for $12. Uh-huh. And then I was like, or I can just wait till tomorrow morning and see it for 550 Yes. And I was like. I'm, I don't know, like, I'm paying, like, triple the price here, Yeah, <laughs> you know? So I was like, nah, man, we're just going to have to wait. You could see it tonight if you want, but I'm not seeing it. Um, but I think maybe not maybe not 16, but I definitely would have paid the 12 for it. I definitely would have paid the standard 2D Friday night admission for it. Right. I would have, I, I, I would have done that, and I would have been okay with it, mm-hmm. you know? So, again, 
I really enjoyed it. Um, one last thing before I, you know, we were talking about it, uh, about the movie and com- comparing it to a little bit to Batman v Superman. Um, there were times where I thought similar to Batman v Superman, but not as bad as Batman v Superman. But the the pacing was at times just a little off. In mm-hmm. my, if I there are some hard cuts and some weird pacing that I at times I couldn't follow along. Um, I felt like I was a little bit more confused with the pacing of Batman v Superman compared to Suicide Squad. Sure. But the, uh, so for like, for example, I was thinking when they're assembling the team together, that's happening at the same time as what's happening in Midway City. Yeah. With the whole, I, with I the, was with you. With the train station stuff. And so when they show up, they show up, I think, I think they show up like three days later. And so, in my head, I'm thinking like I don't think that was clearly communicated. It's not a deal breaker. Like it's not something that you know is a huge deal in my opinion. Like, but I was just like, okay, um, all right. So I guess that was happening before, or I, I, excuse me, at the same time. Yeah, you know, so it's stuff like that. Yeah, but. I I I agree with you. I think that was a little that was a little like it it's it was confusing to me just for a moment when it was like this is ha- like. What the enchantress is doing this, you know, yeah. and, and she's she's now taken over the city, kind yeah. of, and the yeah. city's being evacuated. It, but it, then the last thing that we saw before that of the Suicide Squad was it, it was it seemed kind of very. I felt like it was implied that it wasn't going to work, you know. Yeah, like that, like Deadshot's, like they said, we don't have a deal, you know. Yeah, um, and. And it seemed like with Harley, like they never even really talked to Harley Quinn. Diablo was like, "No, nah, that's not me," you know. Yeah. All those things, and then then we see Enchantress taking over, and then we see they're all just being forced into this. Yeah, know? and they're like, "We gotta, we gotta do this now. We gotta yeah. do this now." And that's when they bring everyone, almost maybe against their will, to this. Right, which is always, I mean, <laughs> with the Suicide Squad, it's always against their will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it just seemed like there should be maybe have been more more conversation you know <laughs> i don't know can we talk about this first can we talk about this before you just flood diablo's tank and yeah and inject him with a needle you yeah, know yeah yeah um but all those things to say i don't think like you said it was as bad it was paced worse than you know i, th- I think the pacing worked yeah it was just a couple times where it was like oh this is happening this fast the music <laughs> there was one, the one particular use of the soundtrack that i really did enjoy and i know this is kind of circling back a little bit yeah but the use of Guess Who's Back by Eminem, <laughs> I <Great>. thought was awesome. <laughs> yes. I'm a pretty, I like Eminem anyway. Yeah. But the use of that song for as their, as the suit up song, I was yeah. like, this is so, this is very clever. Yeah. Um, you know, cleverly done. But. I thought, yeah, I thought it was good. I definitely um, went home that, that day. And as I was doing stuff around the house, I had the soundtrack playing. And mm-hmm. so that was, that's how much I I think I enjoyed it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Better than uh, that uh, awesome mix, volume one. Uh from Guardians. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no, because I think actually I feel like the I I appreciate the actual story element that that actually has in the movie. The weight that the yeah, there's a really he- like wow, this is heavy, you know? Like there's there's, that word again. <laughs> there's significance Two episodes in a row. <laughs> there's significance to this and to the character and storyline and development and blah, blah, you know, all this. So, 
I there's a lot of heart I think in that awesome in mix, awesome mix volume one volume one so that mm. I think that's and then why. the moment when he switches to awesome mix volume two yeah and you're like oh there's forgetting more. what is behind <laughs> straining towards what is ahead yes it's so was, good was I'll agree with that you know, that makes sense if if any the 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 one reason I might like Suicide Squad like the the soundtrack from Suicide Squad better is because it's I think songs that I know better going into it you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. um with like Bohemian Rhapsody and um and Eminem. guess who's back you yeah. know um I think it was just songs that were a little more a little newer you know a little yeah. more relevant or at least more popular and so um but that's our episode for Heroes and Suicide Squad you can still let us know what you thought of the worst heroes ever on social media. <laughs> uh, you can tell us on Twitter and Instagram at heroes underscore and on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and or you can email us at heroes and podcast at gmail.com and still send us your new your one emoji reviews. We really enjoy reading those and just seeing those and just trying to unpack what you mean. So <laughs> that's <laughs> a lot of fun. It's, it's really fun. So uh, but yeah. We would love to hear your thoughts still on Suicide Squad. Just want to give you guys the new comics coming out for August 10th. We have Black Panther number five, Daredevil number 10, Deathstroke Rebirth number one. Andy, is there one that you're excited for this Wednesday? There's, oh my gosh, finally, 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 we have All-Star Batman number one. That is written by Scott Snyder and... You guys know how much we love that guy uh, on the podcast. So this is his next Batman uh, story that he is writing for DC. It's a whole new comic book. It's a whole new like comic run. So that's why it's all-star Batman. Um, so number one. So I'm super excited about that. It's going to be a good time. So that comes out. Uh, all those comics come out today. And if you're able to subscribe, rate, review, as well as share Heroes and with your geeky friends or your geeky villains. <laughs> that would be awesome. We would appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening to Heroes And. I'm Cody. I'm Andy. And we're out. Hey, 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 hey. Check, hey, check, hey, check, hey. check, check. Check one, two, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of... Rolls, um. to, does that make it Jada Pinkett Smith returning to Gotham the TV series? Should I, or just Gotham the TV show? My Wi-Fi is off, so I'm not seeing the change. I think returning to Gotham. Jada. Do you think people will get that? That's what I'm saying. It just sounds—it's an actual location. Like it could sound like an actual location. Like what? Okay. All right. You ready, Papa? I, I think, well, I think even with that being a little more like... If you get it, you get it. You get it, you get it. Yeah. Okay. We're mentioning Gotham. I feel like that. It's like, They don't, yeah. If they don't know what Gotham is, whether it's the city or the show, or <laughs> okay. then... If someone asks, like, how is she returning to a fictional city? Like, just just stop. Just bear with us. Okay, <laughs> okay. we're trying to we're trying to make jokes. Just stop. We made a joke about Taylor Swift last time, so No, it would be a thing of just stop. Like there's a TV show called Gotham, that's what we met. Not she's returning to a fictional city. Yeah, we don't believe that these places are <laughs> yeah. real. Yeah.